Okay, hello and welcome to our first proper episode of our, our podcast. Um, we've recently had our pilot episode with, of David, but now we're here for the, the proper big show. Um, this is Third Degree Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Mr McKenna and with me of course is David Burns. Hello, how are you? Um, today we're going to have, we've got a special guest in David. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, in our, our previous podcast we discussed interesting people who we wanted to talk to. The number mm-hmm. one of course was... Eminem. Now unfortunately Eminem is not here, no. but the second person you had mentioned <laughs> who is sitting here laughing, uh, the second interesting person we wanted to talk to was Mr McEnroe. So we welcome Mr McEnroe. Hello Mr McEnroe, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Welcome Hello, David. Back. I'll put you in charge of Mr McEnroe, the third degree. Hey David, how are you? Right, um, we're doing a sponsored silence next Friday. Uh, first period, and I was just wondering what it was about, basically. Well, actually, it's registration period today. We started <laughs> uh, next week is when the, the the kids get to do their actual silence itself. Um, it has to do with um, street children in Manila and the terrible poverty that that, that they live in. Um, it's it, something's very close to my heart. I've been there two or three times, and thankfully, the generosity of the children in Belahusen. Uh, have raised thousands of pounds in the past and I've gone over there and I've used that in order to help through education and medication for street children. Uh, The conditions that they live in are just appalling, Mm -hmm. appalling Mm -hmm. and we're hopeful very soon that uh, one of the the Scottish news channels, I think STV, have been in touch with us and they're they're hoping to run something. Well they're not as famous as us though David, are they? This STV. This is a proper publicity here. That's why I'm here. This is why you're here. This is why I'm here. Yeah. Um, Whereabouts do the kids sleep? See if they were to go. Um, You can find them. Anyone who who goes, it's not just Manila, which is the capital of the Philippines. Any Leyte, Cebu, anywhere, any of the cities in the provinces, in the, the thousands of islands in the Philippines, you'll find them on the streets. During the day and at night, that's that's where they sleep. They spend their days begging uh, from locals and also from tourists. And the first time I came across them was was after a friend's wedding, and it was three o'clock in the morning. And I came out. I thought what I tripped over was a dog, but it was actually three children. I think the oldest was about seven, spooned together at the side of a restaurant, wow. uh, just lying there. It was just awful. awful. What, what happens to the kids? Like, do they get taken away or get put somewhere? They do. They they they. <coughs> It's one of these things that there's, there's corruption in every, you know, government, and, mm. and, and Manila is as corrupt as it comes. They have a wonderful president there called President Aquino. He has vowed to get rid of this and help the children. But yeah. what he's done is he's given millions of pounds to each of the, the provinces and the, the major cities like, like Manila. But what's happening, and clearly what's happening there, is the money is being dispersed elsewhere, mm-hmm. and money is being paid to, for instance, police officers, chief of police, Telling, who then tells the officers to go out and take the children off the street, telling them they're going to social work or welfare, but in actual fact they're thrown into male, adult male prisons mm. uh, where the children are horrendously abused yeah. and then thrown back out again three weeks later and told to stay off the streets. So even if something horrible mm. happens to them on the street, they can't report it. If they do report it, the first question they get asked is, where are you living? Mm. Here, right, in the van, and wow. off they go again. Even their mothers, there's a, a picture I've got online of a, a young lady, and just, just to the right of her, there's another picture of her mother yeah. lying on the ground who's pregnant and with a baby with her, and she's sleeping on, on cardboard. And I asked the little girl, uh, 
where her father was, and she, she said, oh, he died four years ago. And I said, but, and you could see the lady whose who, who talk was up, you could see his stomach, she was pregnant. Mm. And, and I said, what, what's, and she said, and when I asked some of the charity workers, they said, oh, guys just come along and because they're on the streets, they can do what they want to oh. the women, the mothers as well, yeah. because she can't report it. If she does, the children go. And do you think, do you think that, that, I mean, this seems quite <coughs> far away from Bella Houston, do you think that, that what we can do in this school will help? What we're doing now is, what we've been doing, and uh, I, I suddenly realised last summer when I went there, all I was doing was putting out little fires, uh -huh. right? and I realised every year I was going back, it was different children, but they're on different corners, and, and I realised this isn't helping, because by the time I, I got back the following year, it's ignited again. Yeah. So it suddenly dawned on me, what we needed was a centre, a centre where the kids could come in, they could get yeah. a, a, a hot meal, warm shower, clean bed, they could be cared for at night with, with local people and they would take care of them. There is also, I, I went on Manila radio shouting my head off about this <laughs> uh, and I said, look, this, this is unacceptable to us. Mm. I mean, I have never seen anything like this and they were phoning in and calling me all sorts of names and things. We need to listen to that yeah, one, I think. And I said, well, you know, the bottom line is that, you know, we have lots of problems in the UK. What we yeah. don't have is half naked children selling their bodies in the street just wow. to eat. I said, that, that's just unforgivable and it, it's Manila's shame. And then I said to them, if you're prepared to phone into this radio programme and tell me you'll do something about it, I'll go back, back to Glasgow and I'll do something about it. And two hours later, I get a phone call, doctors, dentists, nurses, wow. teachers, chefs, mechanics. You get this centre up and running, we will come in, we will give our time, time for free. And that's exactly what's happening now. We're wanting to raise £50,000 to do this. Right. That's what, that's what we're trying to do now. And we've got off to a great start. Bell Houston has always leads from the front. I've been yeah. to many schools in Glasgow. I've never known yeah. kids like in here yep. for generosity. Yeah. yeah. It's part of me anyway, definitely into stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's such a great cause and it's great that you've got that connection. And I think it, it, even this morning when I was in a class, it kind of brings people's attention to the thing. My only worry, David, is you. Because of all the things we've got, I worry about David as well. well <laughs> all the of all the things we've got to do to, to raise money, a sponsor silence. Will you manage it, David? Will you yeah. manage a sponsor silence? Uh, I should do if it's from Manila. Yeah. Yeah. So where do the rest of the families go? Like, see the rest of the families. Do they get? Do they have families, these kids, or do they? Yeah, I mean, there's kind of two or three ways that, that it works. Normally, what happens? It's all about finance in, in in the Philippines. What normally happens is, if you don't work, you don't eat. Mm. That's the bottom line of it. If you get sick, you have no money to go to the hospital, you die. Mm. Bottom line of it. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. If you get toothache, you have no money for a dentist, you suffer or you get somebody to pull it. Right? It's as simple as that. These children's parents, because they can't work, education's everything there. Even mm. if you speak even to a girl who works in a bar in Manila, you will find out very quickly she's actually a graduate of, mm. of uh, business administration mm. or... <coughs> tourism or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The only people that they will, they, they will employ as, as, as these top students, children on the street who have been put on the street because their father can't pay rent, mother can't pay rent, the father usually lasts about a month in the street and then he takes off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, 50% of the time, the mother does the same and the children end up on their own and they form little gangs. And the way they survive is that they, I got a real eye-opener one day, and this is why we, we've now asked the whole of Glasgow to get involved. Yeah. I, I went with a couple of charity workers and we took some children into a restaurant and we were feeding them. And I saw one little girl spooning food in her mouth and putting, she asked for doggy bags and she was putting 
food into a bag. And I said to one of the charity ladies, oh, smart, you know, keeping it for later, she said, no, no, just, just watch. And all of the kids sitting there were doing the same thing, and this was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And we came out, we walked across the road, and they were going back to the little pavements to sleep, and the kids took off down two streets. And the lady who was with me said, watch this. And they went down each side of the street, and they woke the children up, and they fed them wow. from these bags. And I was absolutely moved to tears with this, and I, I suddenly realised, and then uh, Ramea Toledo, the lady that runs the charity, said, that's the culture, that's, they've learned how to survive. If one gets, they yeah, share, they last they longer it, like yeah. that, they all get it. And that was the first connection I had with this idea of charities in Glasgow and the schools and doing it, and I suddenly thought, well, if we picked one between us and said, still we get a little bits to everybody, yeah. pick one, we could do a far greater deal and far quicker, yeah. Yeah. effectively. And that's where the idea was, was born from, from the children themselves, which is ironic. Yeah, it's ironic. We're almost out of time now, David. We'll just wrap up there. And we just want to say thank you to our guest, Mr. McEnroe. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. McEnroe. Yeah, Make sure then, folks, you listen to all the information about this excellent appeal. Um, and, Mr. McEnroe, thank you for suffering the third degree. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Hey, David, thank you. Bye-bye. And, Mr. McKenna.